With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everybody. This is Ron, your captain speaking. We are currently 30,000 feet in the air and we haven't even left the airport. We just lit the joint. <laughs> just getting a little, little pilot humor there. We like to have fun. Our destination today is Casablanca, Morocco. So Seven Footers crew, what is happening? You guys already know what it is. Jenna and Gerard here. And guys, it is Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And y'all know what that means. Do we even need to tell them, Gerard? I mean, we do. It is the annual NBA Christmas Day slate of games where I am undefeated in picking against Jenna. Just every year, I just win. Now, I don't win every game, but head to head, the record, I think it's like, what, four years in a row? Five now? It's just it's what it is. Yeah, that may be true. Okay, <laughs> on paper. But but if there's one thing that I'm good at, it's being consistent. And if I'm consistently losing, it's a win for me still. That's it. That's it. all I, I gotta it. say. Okay. I love it. You I love you it. have been pretty steadfast yeah, you know, and I, I good just, in your predictions. Yeah, I, I try to do my thing, you know. We'll 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 see how it goes though. But let's let's kick it off and Program reminder. Oh, we'll tell people at the end. Anyway, let's kick out the first game. Yes, because first of all, um, let me just say that the NBA on Christmas Day is one of the greatest things ever because it is one of the longest standing traditions in sports history. Let's be real. So kudos to the NBA for playing another successful season. So let's talk about these epic matchups. Now let's start first with the Knicks and the 76ers kicking off here. I should say tipping off here, NFL brand, (laughs) at noon. So let's get into it right now because the Knicks are on a little win streak of their own and they're balling, okay? And the 76ers – they ain't too shabby themselves, but these red hot Knicks, though, talk to me about that side of the ball. I mean, they're playing defense, you know, they're guarding the hell out of the ball right now. Number eight in adjusted defensive rating. I mean, look, they're they're a hell of a ball club right now. Tibbs has got them playing well. My fear with them, of course, is that Tibbs is gonna grind them into the ground because he plays them a billion minutes a night and you know, doesn't trust the bench or the or the young kids. So this is all well and good in December, but come February, March, when these dudes are out of gas. Or so they're able to maintain throughout the throughout the regular season, but come playoffs like two years ago, they got nothing because you know they grind themselves in, in, into into dust. But they are playing well. Their Jalen Brunson is excellent on offense for the Knicks. Really kind of organizes them, gets them set where they have to go. RJ Banish, RJ Barrett, excuse me, finishing well at the rim, attacking, getting downhill. 
look, I, I like this team a lot. Um, again, they're playing well. Um, you know, so this should be an interesting matchup. I'm also looking forward to this too, because again, the Knicks are balling, but you also have the the defense that you said. They're actually playing defense. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And defense, it's yeah. fun to watch. So mm-hmm. we'll see if they can sustain this too, though, heading past Christmas. Because as we've said before many times, after Christmas is when it's the real telltale here of who's going to mm-hmm. really last. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we see that playoff picture kind of developing. So we shall see. You know how it goes up in here. Now, let's move on to the next matchup of the day. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. We we, we didn't even pick the wins. We didn't say anything about the 76ers. Oh, I didn't know if you wanted to do it, like, (laughs) after each one. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's let's talk about the 76ers, too. Look, they're getting healthy. They're still missing Tyrese Maxey. But Harden's back. Embiid's playing well. Um, They're number five in adjusted defensive rating. So they're, they're a hell of a defense themselves. Um, this should be this. I mean, I could see defensive struggle. The issue, of course, is what do you do with Embiid, right? I just feel like he's a real problem. I can see Jalen Brunson going off in this game. Uh, but again, the Embiid thing, I can just see him dominating. And if Tobias Harris can give them any semblance of points, um, George Niang off the bench, you know what they can do there. I'm going to go Sixers on this one to pull the uh, Christmas Day win. Okay, see, I'm going to go with the Knicks because they're Mm -hmm. at the Mecca. Mm -hmm. And Mm y'all know that people in New York, they literally live for this day. This is like a Christmas present for most people who spend their day there and like leave their families for this. So Mm -hmm. I'm going with the crowd and everything at the Mecca backing this Knicks team. So the Knicks have me for the win on Christmas Day. I like it. I like it. All right. All right. All right. Let's move on and talk about the Lakers Mavericks, okay? Because the Lakers are still in shambles and it's really killing me. (laughs) But hey, I mean, the Mavericks have issues of their own too. So dissect this and break it down for me. I mean, I think I said this in in our show notes, LeBron and some dudes versus Luca and some dudes. (laughs) Like, this is kind of what this is. Facts. Facts though. I mean, it's unfortunate Anthony Davis is down. He's going to be out for at least a month um, before he gets reevaluated. And he was playing like the best player in the world. And if he was there, yep. I'd say, oh, I like I like the Lakers. But now they're down him. Look, Thomas Bryant's good. He's been playing well. Lakers are starting to shoot the ball slightly better, which is helpful. And, you know, LeBron's always capable of doing LeBron things. I mean, the Mavericks, look, Luka's got the highest usage rate in the league. Um, but after their hot start, they've kind of fallen by the – not by the wayside, but – They've dropped off a bit, Jenna, right? Like, it's just, you're, you're, I'm, I'm not loving what I'm seeing out of the Mavericks lately. And it was it last night, Kid and um, Luca both got tossed off from a game. Um, you know, they're 15 and 16, so they're a game below 500. They're ninth um, on offense and 12th on defense. So the numbers say they're a fine club, but mm, I don't know. And the Lakers, uh, look, you got LeBron James. You always got a chance. They were improving, actually, and starting to play a lot better basketball. But still, they're 22nd in just net rating, 25th in offense, 14th in defense. They just can't score enough points. Um, so I'm going to go and lean Dallas on this one. Whatever. I'm still going with the Lakers. Don't care. Even if it's a road game, I don't care. I am going on with the Lakers. <laughs> I just feel like Christmas Day is like a showcase. So I feel like LeBron's going to know. And be like, you know what? Let me just put a little extra sauce on this uh, 
little dinner here today, <laughs> pre pre Christmas dinner here, this afternoon that, matchup. And, and, and that's the one I feel like. So that's the two thirty tip somewhere around there. I mean, that's the one. Yeah, two thirty yeah. on the East Coast, so like eleven thirty on the West Coast. So on the East Coast, that's gonna be the one people are gonna be like, eh, they might they might kind of. I mean, yes, it's Luca, but people might be like, uh, a little, little bit of a checkout. We'll see. I mean, as you know, we'll be plugged into all the games. Um, but you know. Oh, yeah, you texting me, trolling me about all your wins, and I'm just going to be like, I'm oh, not yeah. having trolling, this. I'm drinking trolling. wine. <laughs> That's it. Trolling. All right. Trolling. Let's talk about the next matchup, though, um, mm. because this 5 p.m. tip is a mm-hmm. battle in the East, the Bucks, uh, where we at, at Celtics, I see here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is going to be interesting because I feel like we've been talking about how the Bucks have been flying under the radar all season long. And let's, you know say what it is it's the one and two team in the east uh Mm -hmm. same record basically here by a game Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you got this celtics team that we all thought was going to be a dumpster fire because i mean Mm -hmm. behind Mm -hmm. the scenes it is a dumpster (laughs) fire (laughs) you know yeah Yeah, just some light issues you know nothing too deep (laughs) um but let's talk about the matchup and stay on the court so the one and two team in the east I, i don't even know what to think when it comes to this one you know, this is potentially, Jenna, the battle of the best two teams in the league. This is a preview of what the Eastern Conference Finals matchup could be this year. Um, you mentioned half a game separates them, right? Uh, Milwaukee 22-8, Boston 22-9. Boston with the number one offense and number nine defense. Bucks with the number 15 offense, number two defense. Um, you know, the Bucks are dealing with some injuries. They're getting Chris Middleton back. They've got Joe Ingles back. they got Pat Connaughton back. But those guys are working themselves back into the rotation and playing and, and the, you know, the, the rhythm of playing with the guys. Of course, they still have Giannis. And, you know, you got Giannis and his, the way he plays, means you always got a chance. You can always win games because he is every year as a perennial MVP candidate, right? And, and this year is no different. Uh, but Boston, you know, Tatum and Brown on the wings, love that. With Marcus Smart, Robert Williams is back. Uh, he just came back. So mm-hmm. That's going to start helping their defense. This should be an epic matchup. And in the Garden, I'm going to go with the Celtics because look, like the Celtics have played better basketball all year long. They played a tougher schedule. Um, the Celtics really, I mean, look, this weekend series they had in Orlando uh, over the weekend where they lost two games to the Magic. And I was like, uh, what are you guys doing? That that was a little bit rough, but they didn't get blown out in any of those games, right? Um, the, the, the Bucks, now granted, it was the Memphis Grizzlies, who are excellent, and we'll talk about them in a minute, got blown out by the Grizzlies uh, last week, you know? And it's just, I wonder when a team kind of gets up, and I, I could see Boston kind of wanting to make a statement, being like, you know what? Like, we feel the hurt from losing the finals last year, right? And I always tell you, mm-hmm. that can go one of two ways, right? It's either going to make you fold, and you're not going to be able to make it back, or you're hungrier, because you're like, damn it, we blew an opportunity. We had a chance to win a championship, and we didn't. We got to do whatever we can to get back there. I think Jalen Brown has that has that that kind of mentality, and I think he's really ready to 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 help to push the Celtics with Tatum and everybody that I mentioned, push them back back to that NBA Finals, and hopefully, if they have another opportunity, to win it this time. So I like Boston. I'm gonna agree with you here. I like Boston too. I think they're riding this just this high, this confidence that they have. Things are gelling for them. It's working. You said they got the Time Lord back. So, Mm -hmm, I -hmm. mean, things are clicking for them, and it's in Boston. TD Garden's going to be rocking. Let's be serious. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely going to be a good matchup. High-level basketball. If you're going to tune into anything that day, make it that 
Eastern Conference matchup. Now, we need to talk about the next one down the li- down the pipeline here because we got Grizzlies at Golden State. And mm-hmm. Golden State, I just saw a report today that the flu is running through the team. They're without Steph Curry, who's mm-hmm. down with that shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So already you're not going to see a high-profile point guard matchup in John Morant mm-hmm. and uh, Curry. Mm-hmm. But still some good basketball to play. The Grizzlies, the number one team in the West. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that smile on your face is so genuine because <laughs> I feel like this is like – this is a team that you like. Listen, you, you know I love the Grizzlies. You know I've been high on them for the last four years, basically. <laughs> I just, I just yes. love, I love this squad. Uh, big Jaron Jackson Jr. fan, as everyone knows. Shout out to Trip for being on the pod with us early in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, John Morant, Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, Santi Aldama, Stephen Adams. I mean, it, the list goes on and on. But the talent on this team. Look, I think Memphis Jenna is. They're committed to wanting to get further this year everybody knows last year they got to the conference semis against golden state lost in six but remember they were without john morant for three of those final six games because he was he was out injured and they blew out golden state in one of those games right uh this is a young hungry team that has some playoff experience right this will you know looking ahead this will be the third year that this squad has gone to the postseason right and we know that every time you, you get reference points and you're learning and you're getting better. John Morant's a superstar, right? He was all NBA last year. Uh, John Morant, John Morant, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., he was all in, all defense last year. And he's making a case, even though he's, he started the season, he missed the first 11 games. He is in all defense categories uh, right now and can be in defensive player of the year. And he could be an all-star. I mean, Jenna, if he had enough games to qualify, he would lead the league in blocks in only like 12 games like that. That's this is yes. This is how incredible, incredible he's playing. Uh, Desmond Baines out and injured. So he will miss this matchup as Curry will as well. But I love something Dylan Brooks said. Oh, you know, um, it's too bad. Steph's not there. We, we, we wanted him to be there. But, you know, I guess Clay Thompson got to see what kind of defense I can play. And I like Dylan Brooks. If you're a Grizzlies fan, Dylan Brooks is like the gift and the curse. He's the gift because you love his moxie and his attitude and his he takes on the opposing team's best player every night and is and is up for that challenge. Like that, that is I was just a, gonna say, and he wants to do it. He, he wants to be yes, there. That is a job that most people don't want. Because when you go up against the other team's best player, you I mean, you're gonna look foolish at times because they're gonna score on you, like, and it's gonna be a lot of work, mental and physical fatigue. But he wants that. Like he relishes that challenge. He gets up, he gets excited and gets up for it, right? Steph, it doesn't matter who it is. And when you when you're going against these elite guys, you have to think that way because or, or else otherwise, why bother? You're gonna get killed, right? You, you so you have to have that attitude, and that's how he thinks. The curse of that is that, of course, he thinks that way on offense too, and shoot the ball a little bit too much sometimes. You're like, oh my God, what's this guy doing? But I get it. You, you gotta kind of you, you got the good with the bad with Dylan Brooks, but and remember, this team's got a little bit of some history. Of course, they played last year in the playoffs. Um, you know, uh, Jaron Jackson tweeted out during the regular season last year, strength in numbers. After the Warriors beat them, Clay was like, oh, whatever. Like, some idiot from the Grizzlies tweeted out strength in numbers, knowing that that's our motto. Like, there's a lot of, you know, Draymond and Ja were getting back and forth on Twitter. Like, 
nah, big dog, if the champs get home field up, get home court on Christmas Day, you wouldn't know nothing about that. Like all this back and forth, right? I love it. I am here for all of it. You already know where I'm going. I'm taking the Grizzlies in this one. The Grizzlies, to me, Jenna, I think will finish the regular season. Number one seed in the West will get to the Western Conference Finals. Hot take if I've ever heard one, and I'm backing you up on that Grizzlies all the way. This is like a no-brainer. I mean, especially with the Steph Curry factor out. So, I mean, mean, you're automatically not going to see him reigning three. So, huge deficit for the Warriors. They, um, you know, they're – they still have Jordan Poole, still have Clay Thompson, still have Draymond Green. Like the, the Warriors are still a good team, right? We, we, we've seen that. Um, and we'll see how they perform on this road trip before they get home for Christmas. They have the Knicks tonight. They have Brooklyn tomorrow night. Um, and then one more game. Uh, or no, that might be it. Wednesday. Yeah, that's it until Sunday, I think. You know, so we'll see what, what this team looks like um, on the rest of this road trip. But, you know, they're competitors. Everybody on that roster has won a championship, right? So we'll see what kind of – what they put together – for this Christmas Christmas matchup. But again, the Grizzlies kind of want to come in as much as you can, send a message. Um, but hey, we know you're down a guy, but we're down a guy too. No Desmond Bain, right? Desmond Bain isn't Steph, but Desmond Bain like, was playing like an all-star before he got hurt. That's a potential for all-NBA sure. backcourt with Ja and Desmond Bain. So, and again, look, nobody cries or cares who's missing who. At the end of the day, when the ball tips up, you got to play whoever's in front of you and beat whoever's in front of you, right? So I think both teams will compete, but I like Memphis to win this one. For sure. And last note on those uh, Warriors, I mean, this is a huge time for Jordan Poole to capitalize on, Mm -hmm. you know, basically kind of the same moment that he did last season when Steph Curry was hurt. So, I mean, what did he drop like 45 the other night? So uh, hopefully they're expecting big numbers out of him. But let's get to the final matchup of the five-day Christmas Day slate of games. And that is, I already said the best matchup in the East. So this is going to be the best matchup in the West, the Suns at Nuggets. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. These are two teams that have championship aspirations. We got the number two and three teams behind the Grizzlies. And this is going to be another 48 minutes of high level basketball. So talk to me about this because both teams are red hot right now. Like I said, two and three in the West. You know, it's interesting. Um, my worry about Denver is can they play enough defense? Like, I just don't see it defensively from Denver right now. And I thought they'd be better defensively this year with some of the additions they made, particularly Bruce Brown, um, Contavious Caldwell Pope in the in the offseason in terms of acquisitions. So another 28th in adjusted defensive rating. Like that's ba- that's, right, there's 30 teams. So they're basically last, right? They're second to last. Off- Offensively, I'm not good at math, and I even know that that's bad. <laughs> Offensively, they're excellent. They're fifth on offense. Well, of course you're gonna be fifth on offense. You have the two-time MVP on your team, Nikola Jokic, right? And you got Jamal Murray. You got you know you got shooters. And Michael Porter Jr. has been kind of in and out of the lineup, like still dealing with some injury stuff. I just, I, I look. This is a team who I like a lot if healthy to get to the conference finals. Thus far, through more than a quarter of the way through the season. They haven't shown me that on the defensive side of the ball. They can stop anybody. They can score points, but they can't guard anybody right now, and I, and I don't love that. Um, on the Phoenix side, they got injuries, right? First, there's the Jay Crowder thing. Hopefully that situation will resolve itself. Are you trading him or you're not? Sometime at the trade deadline. They were without Cameron Johnson for a bit. Chris Paul missed uh, a good chunk to start the season. He's back now. Chris Paul's 38. It's starting to look like he's 38 on the court, right? 
and he's such a vital part. A college to educated Chris Paul. A college educated Chris Paul got his degree from was it Winston Salem, North Carolina? I want to say. Um, look, yeah, communications. I, I, I look. The Suns are still an excellent team, and look, DeAndre Ayton's got to be better. It's going to be nights where he just dominates the basketball, and he's just not to, that disposition to dominate. When they went to the finals two years ago, that's how he played. He played to dominate his matchup every night. Hasn't been doing that this year. We know about what happened in the offseason, the Monty Williams thing at the end of the playoffs. We still don't know the full story. That hasn't come out yet. They say everything's all good. Okay. We just got to take your word for it, I guess. Um, Devin Booker has been incredible. Lights out. Um, He's been an excellent, excellent player to his all-NBA level self. Um, But, you know, he's going to need some more. So to get Cam Johnson back, we'll start seeing some things. I'll, I'll be curious to see how this plays out. At Denver, you know, the altitude, the excitement. I'm going to say Denver holds on at home, pulls it out late. Okay, fine. Just because you're doing that, I'm <laughs> going with the Suns. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, go with the Suns. Why not? Go, Devin. Yeah, I mean, look, Book like, book could drop 50 on him, right? I mean. He's been on fire. He's, he's been excellent. He's been excellent. No, it's – it's these these look, people are bummed because you have some some stars out, right, in some of these games. But there is plenty of star wattage on, on the court on Christmas night. These are five excellent games. Like that early Knicks 76ers game might be an old-fashioned, like, defensive slugfest. Like, P.J. Yeah. Tucker's out there. Like, you might just see, like – and the Knicks, they all play this bruising, hard, like physical brand of basketball. You that 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 has a chance. All of you old heads who love your '90s basketball, and by old heads, I mean look, I'm older than most of you who listen to this podcast, right? Like, I grew up watching '80s basketball and '90s. Um, that's not my favorite, but I, I, you know, I get some of you are so nostalgic for that type of thing. You might see some of that in that game, right? It's a lot of physic physicality, a lot of big bruising guys uh, on on the floor in that game. You know, and even if the, the Lakers are missing AD, you guys still got LeBron, right? You got Luka. We were talking about Bucks, Celtics, Grizzlies. I mean, it, these matchups are excellent. You have five games. That is, I don't know, 15 hours of glorious basketball <laughs> on glorious, Christmas Day. Glorious with a capital G. <laughs> you guys know what it is. I mean, Gerard will be trolling me all day, trolling. counting the wins. Trolling, I'm just going to yep. text back that I don't do math. You know, the usual. <laughs> I don't do math. It's going to be a whole thing. Yeah. You guys already know what to expect at this point, how many years we're in the, into right. this. So <laughs> one of the best days of the year is upon us, my friends. So make sure you tune in and get this basketball on christmas day it's some of the best the vibes are just different it's just yeah fun. and it's also all the guys light. come out with their special sneakers yep, and all the, the christmas other editions it. it, it's very cool and also it's the time when the casual nba fan realizes oh the nba is here it's like yeah the nba has been going on we're already a quarter of the way through the season um but you know folks definitely this is the last episode of the 2022 calendar year so we hope everybody who celebrates has a wonderful holiday with their families, a safe and happy new year. Take some time if you can to enjoy your sports, relax, spend time with family, friends, and loved ones. And we will see you all back in the new year. As always, you can follow us on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, all that. At Semblers Pod on Twitter, at Semblers Podcast on Instagram, at JS Hector, at Jenna Lemoncelli. And until next time, everybody. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Peace. Happy Holidays.
Spent a couple years out here with these raps. Trying to have a plan that we may come true. Plotted some jobs, but I ain't here back. I don't want to trap what some men gonna do. Chevy